And I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone. Alright, legends, welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me. What a time to be alive. It's me, Billy Darcy, etc, etc. Feel the hype, etc. Dude, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling youthful. Just cut myself shaving this morning. Yesterday I stalled the Mazda Metro for the first time in a few years. I'm feeling dead set 18 again. Okay, if schoolies was on this year, I'd dead set book a ticket at this rate. Unreal. I'm feeling goddamn youthful, okay? Everyone on TikTok says I either look 48 or 18. I don't know what to make of it, but I don't like it. I do not like... Stop saying that, people on TikTok. Stop saying that. It's like... Hurtful in the most creative way possible. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's pretty good. You're in my head, TikTok. Dude, the worst part about TikTok is like, you get absolutely torn to shreds in the comments. I'm fine with that, okay? I'm fine with that. I can take it. But the thing with TikTok is it's so anonymous. Like, someone on freaking, you know, Facebook will be like, Darcy, you suck. You just took three minutes of my life. I go, sweet. Let's have a little, little look into your life and let's see... What sort of an absolute legend I've got slagging me off here. Within freaking two clicks of your profile picture, I can see you drive a Holden Barina and your missus is fat. I feel great, okay? I feel fantastic. But on TikTok, it's just like, user 7432, his profile picture is Sid from Ice Age, and he reckons I look 53 years old. Good luck sleeping that night, Okay? Because user 73, etc. is in my head. It's very hurtful. But yeah, because I just want to know that I'm doing better than whoever's ripping on me. And 99% of the time you are because people who actually comment on stuff and are actually commenting on the video and not just tagging their friends or if they're hating on it, they're almost always complete pelicans. Almost always. And so you just have a quick peruse of their profile. What? Jason from Perth reckons... I'm the worst stand-up comedian he's ever seen. Well, I can see that he's 22 and bald, so next. All right, okay. So TikTok's a wild place, but uh, water off a duck's back, etc. But I've actually got some... I, I had my first ever TikTok, uh, actually, that I know of. I had my first TikTok stolen just today. Um, so I'll be talking about that a bit later on. But TikTok, dude, it's... It's a lawless, old west, wild west situation there. You can do whatever you want on TikTok, okay? Do whatever you want. As long as you don't knock the Chinese Communist Party, it's pretty much a fucking free-for-all on there, I'll tell you. But, we have quite a bit to get through. Um, people have been messaging me saying they prefer the yarns. Because I've had a few yarn-heavy pods recently. So I've been getting some good feedback on the yarns. And I've got a few more up my sleeve this week. So that's handy. That is handy. Firstly, um, Friday... Friday night. I was in the Steel City, baby. Newcastle. The home of Santiago Munez. The greatest football player of all time. Also the home of the Johns Brothers. Um, just a great city. I love Newcastle. Two hours from Sydney, an hour of 50 if you're feeling ambitious, uh, great beaches, fantastic people. Uh, the women in Newcastle are very attractive, 
but they also look like they could rob you, which I'm kind of into, to be honest. I, I like danger. Um, so I love Newcastle. Uh, headlined a gig up there. Phenomenal. Brought the lads with me. Um, generally, if I if we do a gig out of Sydney, I'll say, can I bring a couple of the lads? And then we'll make a night of it. Because otherwise, yeah, some, some gigs, when you're doing it by yourself and it's like you and like a 45-year-old headliner and you're in fucking Dubbo, it's like, you know what I mean? I don't want to hang out with Jason who's trying to play up on his wife of 20 years. It's like, mate, you've got three kids in your wallet. I can see them every time you go up and buy this chick a vodka Red Bull. Okay? I don't want to be around this. Also, the two birds you brought from the crowd are both 47 years old. Okay? But you bring a few of the lads, way more fun. So, went up to this gig in Newcastle. No one told me. I don't know how this didn't come up before the gig, but the gig was in an old church. Like a full-on old Catholic church that had been, like, repurposed. I didn't know you could, like, buy churches. I didn't realize that was on the on the money. I don't know what a church goes for, but... I mean, it can't be too much. Or maybe it's heaps. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but, dude, this gig was so sick. Obviously, so it's like literally in a big church. You got like the big, uh, what is it, stained glass windows behind you. Oh, it was going off. Still had the socially distanced tables, which was a little bit lame. Um, and it had the big high ceiling, so it was a little echoey, but fuck, it was a fun gig. Um, my mates Freddie, Rowan, and Joe came up. Um, my mate Joe is a professional poker player, a very shrewd customer. Um... What he made last year, put it this way. I know what he made last year. The Australian government does not, okay? This guy operates off the books. Uh, but yeah, Joe, professional poker player, earns a lot of money. A lot of money. Like a lot of money. Um, so good good on him. Always good to hang out with him. And uh, and the boys all had great sets. I, I did a, a gentleman's 25 minutes to finish the night. I was very nervous, actually. Um, 25 minutes is a long time when you're not really doing much stand-up and it's like you do one gig a week you do seven minutes and then like these just I've had the odd gig pop up where I've got to do like 20 or 25 minutes and it's good it's fun but it's fucking uh, di- uh, difficult it's like I don't know how to describe it's like just playing around like no pre-season you know you're not really prepared you got to remember these jokes it's a lot to remember it's just a lot so I was very nervous, um, but yeah, had some fans of the pod come as well. Very exciting. A few of the lads, a table of four lads in the front, were messaging me threats at the halftime night of the show, the halftime mark, saying you better be good. I thought, fuck, I better be good. But they were legends. We went out for a beer after with these blokes. Um, I had my friends Sophie and Emily there. Uh, I was absolutely hoodwinked. Um, by these, well, these blokes came out with us to the pub. I think they've been taking the pod a bit too seriously because they were all way too drunk to get in and none of them were allowed into the venue. So, <laughs> sorry, lads. Hasta la vista. I, um, once, once it became clear they weren't getting in, I quickly distanced myself from them, gave them a goodbye and thanks for coming. And thanks again for coming, lads. Um, you've got to be working pretty hard to not get into a pub in Newcastle, I thought, but these blokes did it and I tipped my hat to them. Um, so we had a great night out etc. I can't remember too much what happened. Nothing too much. Um, but yeah, dude, Newcastle's got great pubs. Really liked it. Anyway, so we had a cracking night. Next day, but I uh, just remembered I owe Rowan 40 bucks. 
Fuck. Anyway. Next day, fly back to Sydney. And, uh... What happened? Oh, yeah. So, my mate Dorso is having a housewarming. Now, the thing about Dorso is... He's got some of the best chat I've ever come across. Um, this guy's one of the greatest to ever do it. He's, he's, he's not to be messed with. Now, we're taking to the housewarming... Uh, my housemate, member of the lad pad, and also my cousin, Danny. Now, Danny's an absolute legend, but he has a habit of getting way too pissed, and when he gets too drunk, his chat becomes nothing short of deplorable. So me and Macca pulled him aside before we went over there. We said, look, mate, this Dorse bloke is one of the greatest to ever do it, okay? He's going to go down in, in the books as one of, one of the all-time. Make sure you watch your P's and Q's at his place. This guy will pick you apart, Okay. You will be nothing but a lemming for him to pick off if you have a slip up in front of this bloke. Danny goes, don't worry, lads. Best behavior. I said, good. Within 20 minutes of us getting there, Danny has mugged off Dorso's brother and received a house ban. I said, mate, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? Danny's just helped himself to Dorso's brother's cigarettes. He's rolling one up. Dorso comes over and goes, mate, uh, are you just helping yourself to Ben's cigarettes? At which point Danny goes, who the fuck's Ben? <laughs> anyway, our house ban was quickly uh, quickly given down and Dorso absolutely tore this bloke into next week. It, it, was a priv- it was a privilege to be a part of it. Obviously, Danny won't be allowed back, but I, I will be, so no stress there. Um, but we head out. We head out afterwards. Um, I, I think we were asked to leave, actually, if I'm being, if I'm being honest. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't arguing. But we head out. Um, also, one of my mates had his first sexual encounter in three years so he gave us a pretty graphic recount of that in the um in the lounge room uh he introduced us to a move called the pakistani drill press which is not one for the fans i think you've got to be a pretty advanced level router to pull that off i won't be going near it i'll tell you that for free um but yeah (laughs) this guy (laughs) i'm so sick of blokes being like like, you know, when someone's like, oh, mate, uh, I was with this girl the weekend. Greatest root of all time, mate. Unbelievable. I, I was an absolute machine in the sack. It's like, just tell me what actually happened, okay? There's no judgment here. <laughs> like, you know, it's like blokes are like, oh, mate, this chick was a freak and I am also unbelievable in the sack. Yeah, it was unbelievable, mate. Dead set porn star level sex. It's like, just tell the truth, Okay. You're telling me you had 47 schooners, your first route in three years, and you've absolutely drilled her into next week. I don't believe you. <laughs> you've made up a move called the Pakistani drill press. I don't believe you. But anyway, the recount was uh, very graphic, and I it probably a bit blue for the pod. So, basically, uh, we head out. Oh, going out is a fucking nightmare at the moment, dude. Seriously, like, there's lines everywhere. One of the lines was so long, they didn't even let us line up. They said it's a two and a half hour wait. And this is at 6 p.m. I go, okay. Like, some places are only, bookings only on Saturday night. Dude, Saturday night is for those who are wild and free and live in the moment. You can't book in the moment, Okay. I've just got back from Newcastle. I'm not making a booking on the fucking M4 for a Saturday night for a table. Like, what? No. I don't want a freaking three-course meal with crepes for dessert. 
I want to have 47 schooners and live in the present. Okay? And you can't book that. Alright? And then you, you, you can't get into these pubs. Oh, bookings only. Hello, sir. Do you have a booking? Look at my haircut. Do I look like someone who books things? I'm about to book you, mate. Okay? Like, and then you look through the window at these pubs and it's some 28-year-old accountant with his missus having a fucking soda water and a pesto pasta. Mate, hit the bricks, okay? You should be at home eating Uber Eats watching an Owen Wilson film. Okay? Gearing up for yet another night of missionary sex. Uh, I'm so sick of this booking system. It's freaking ridiculous. I mean, you get in there. You gotta... We finally got into a pub. We had to order, like, 47 meals and... And pay homage to the Prime Minister or something. I don't know what was going on. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, we finally get into a pub. Bup, bup, bup. Anyway. So, we got... Uh, we were in the sports bar at uh, this pub. Having a, having a good old time. And this bloke comes over. And, and I got recognised a few times on Saturday night. Not for my stand-up comedy. Not for my fantastic podcast. But for my my TikToks. People are, people are loving TikTok. Always good to get recognized. Nothing better. On the off chance I get recognized once in a blue moon, um, if I'm talking to a girl at the time and some guy comes up and goes, oh, dude, I love your stand-up, mint. Okay? Mint. And then I I go, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. And then I turn back to the girl and I pretend this happens all the time. I'm like, oh, sorry about that. Anyway, what were you saying? You study marketing? I'm interested. And then, uh, but yeah. So if you ever, if you ever want to come up to me and I'm talking to a girl, go right ahead, come and lay it on thick, give me a hand, but anyway, so, 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 oh yeah, so this bloke comes up to me and goes, and he's hammered, he's hammered, he's absolutely out to lunch, this bloke, and he goes, hey man, I love your TikToks, I go, mate, unreal, thanks for that, I appreciate it, and then security come over and try and kick him out, because he's absolutely plastered, and they go, is he with you, I go, yeah, he's with me, I go, there's a seat free next to me, I go, mate, take a seat, so they give him a glass of water. They go, finish this. You can maybe stay. We chat to this bloke for about 15 minutes. Lovely guy. Security come over and kick him out. It was not unjustified. He was all over the shop, but he was a nice guy. Macca, this guy was so out to lunch. Macca, who was sitting next to me, introduced himself as Corey. Just for no reason. Um, that's Macca's idea of a bit of banter. Okay. Oh, that's not my name, lads. This guy thinks my name is Corey. Ah, Great. Good one, Macca. Hilarious as always, mate. Uh, Macca always does that. And it's... it's Anyway, he's going to keep doing it regardless. So, who cares? Anyway, half an hour passes. Uh, this girl, Kate, we know. Who Macca and, uh, Macca and I know. She comes over. Macca's chatting to her. Whatever. All very above board. We are sitting in the sports bar. And we're like the closest table to the door. Two Samoans on the door shock they're doing a good job um they could dead set we got we got a genuine starting two starting props on the front door feeling very safe anyway this guy from before jack who liked my tiktoks he's yelling his head off at macca from outside the door he's going i'll fuck you up i'll kill you we're like what the hell is happening he's like fuck you Corey. i'll kill you macca's like he thinks my name's Corey. ah it's going off. Anyway, the guy charges in, trying to tackle Macca, gets obviously absolutely poleaxed by two Samoans. He's trying to climb over the Samoans, trying to get at Macca. He's clawing at Macca. Trying, he's like, fuck you. And then we're like, what the hell is happening? 
while this guy's getting absolutely shit beaten out of him by these Samoans, Mac is on his stool with a schooner in each hand, laughing his head off. Could, he couldn't be having a better time. So Macca's got a big shit-eating grin on. We don't even know why this guy's trying to fight Macca. It turns out, um, he's, he's, uh, this girl Kate says, oh, sorry about Jack, he's very protective of me. He's a friend of mine. It turns out this nerd is in love with Kate and because Macca was talking to her, he tried to kill him. <laughs> what an absolute nerd. You know, it's like, so this bloke, he's not getting with this girl Kate. They're just friends. And he doesn't even know Macca. So he's just tried to beat the shit out of a, a guy he's never met who's talking to a girl who's not his girlfriend. What a world to live in. You know, if that's the case, mate, you're going to have to beat up a lot of blokes because I doubt you have many girls after you. And if you're going to have to beat up any guy you've never met who's talking to a girl you slightly know, dear God, warm up the shoulders, you fucking loser. You're going to be fighting blokes till kingdom come. Can you imagine that? Just some girl you have a crush on, right, is talking to some guy you've never met, and you go, right, I better beat the shit out of this guy. This will end well. You know, this is definitely how I get the girl. God, God forbid I tell her how I feel or actually fucking man up and have a run at her. Let me, let me attack this random bloke who doesn't deserve it at all, who was actually pretty nice to me 10 minutes ago. My God, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> Oh, God. So this guy gets carried out by the Samoans. Mac is still there with Kate. Like, we're all just like, what the hell is happening? Oh, unreal. Anyway, uh, so then Mac and Adzi, uh, I'm with Adam. Uh, and Adam has... Adam's ditched me yet again. This guy's got such track record for ditching people. So they ditch... Mac and Adam just leave without me. I'm at the pub by myself at this point. So I start talking to um, to these girls. I know one of them. They've got an Irish girl in the mix of them. Great group. About five girls. Um, and I go, it's about midnight. I go, well, girls, would you like to come back to my house having a bit of a kick-ons? They said, we'd love to. One of them paid for the Uber. I'm in. I'm absolutely in. It was an Uber XL as well. Not cheap. I know I spoke about splitting Ubers last week and how I had a six-way split and that was very noble. When you're in the car with strangers, I'm sorry, I won't be splitting. Um, also they made me sit in the back, even though I was the tallest. We got all these five foot four girls in the front half of this Uber XL while I'm in the boot fucking like a pretzel. So there was no split from me and, th- and no regrets either. The Irish bird was very intense on the, uh, on the trip home. She goes to me, do you like Joe Rogan? I go, I love Joe Rogan. Did you watch the Miley, uh, Miley Cyrus episode as well? I'm thinking I'm pumped. I'm ready to talk about it. She goes, Joe Rogan is a misogynist pig. And if you if you listen to his podcast, you're everything that's wrong with men. I said, oh my God, babe, Jesus. Oof. I called her babe, which didn't help. And she was like, I go, oh, okay. I go, why the hell would you say that? And she goes, well, of course, a straight white man has the biggest platform in the world. Why don't we give that to a woman? And I was like, ugh. I go, I think this is a bit intense for the Uber, to be honest. I feel like this is a, a non-Uber chat. And even then, I don't really want to have it. And she's like, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So we get back to the low pad. I walk in a hero with five five girls. The, the lads are there. We got some soccer mates there. Um, and then these girls have invited some more girls that I didn't know about. So now um, we got like 12 girls in the house. A few more mates come around. Um, uh, one of the girls comes over to me and, and apparently she knew that guy, Jack, who tried to fight Macca. 
And she goes, oh, you know that Jack guy you were sitting with? Do you reckon he could come around for kick-ons? I heard what happened. He's actually a really gentle guy. I said, oh, he's a gentle guy, is he? I said, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> he's not a gentle guy. He's an absolute cunt, okay? You can't just fight people for no reason. If those Samoans weren't there, what would have happened? You know, what an idiot. Uh, I'll tell you what would have happened. I would have, I would have come in out of frame and broke a stool over his head. But, um, but yeah, I said, absolutely fucking not. I said, he's not a gentle guy. Don't spin this yard that he's a gentle guy. He's not coming to kick odds. I can't believe you're asked. And, and she's like, yeah, no, fair enough. So then, we've got about 12 girls running around the pad. Uh, it's all going off. And I go, something is amiss here. It becomes clear that 11 of these 12 girls are lesbians. Well, I don't know how I didn't catch this earlier. But yeah, we've got, we've got 12 lesbians running around the pad. It's, it's going off. And the lesbians are starting to go wild. Okay? I go to Macro. I said, mate, I think all these girls are lesbians. And he's like, yeah, they definitely are. So I've brought back 12 lesbians to the pad. They're going nuts. You know, all, it, all we've got is fucking rum and beer at the house. Usually a girl comes back and they're like, oh, yuck, don't you have any, like, vodka or white wine? Not these lesbians. They were ravenous. They went through the beer fridge like locusts. Then they were on the rumbos. was getting out of hand. Sam poured himself a drink, and then one of the lesbians grabbed it out of hand and sculled it in front of him and said, pour me another bitch. My God, they, they were very aggressive. Um, so we had these 12 lesbians going nuts. We had about maybe 30 people over. It was a wild kick-ons. The lesbians going crazy. If anyone broke down out the front in their car, they would, they could have run out like a pit crew in the Formula One, just got them straight back on the road. I've never, like the uh, lesbians, when they come together as a group, are a very formidable force. Um, yeah, it was, it started to get quite out of hand with these lesbians. One of them was playing pool against my mate Adam and then tried to fight him, like shoved him. And I come over and go like, oh, what the hell? Like, come on, guys, calm down. I'm thinking Adam said something uncouth. Um, I go, all right, come on, guys, no fighting. What's going on? And this lesbian's like squaring up to Adam. And I'm like, fuck, I think she's going to win as well. She looks scary. Um, and I said, what's the problem? Is he, did he say something wrong? And she goes, no, it's my turn. He said it's his turn. I go, you're kidding. And then Adam goes, well, you don't have to shove me. And she pushes him again and goes, what the fuck are you going to do about it? I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm thinking, mate, what are you going to do about it? This lesbian is going to kill you, you know? But I'm like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, like, oh, it was going off. So very scary. One of them jumped in the pool. A couple of them did, actually. Now we've got a couple of wet lesbians running around. They had no towel on. Uh, they're just dripping water everywhere. We've got wet lesbians in their house. Not as fun as you'd think. I'll say that, you know? One of them spat all over our clean dishes. She, like, tried to spit in the sink and just kind of missed and went all over our clean dishes. They're all smoking cigarettes, trying to get with each other. Grass was getting cut left and right. At one point, I, I thought, oh my God, hide your valuables. These lesbians are going to start looting. But uh, it was a wild, wild party. Uh, one of the lesbians had a DNM with Adam because they were both trying to get with the same girl and they were getting shot down. They were both like, why doesn't she like us? <laughs> it was hilarious. One of the great kick odds. Oh, man. But yeah, dude, these lesbians are out of control. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely got out of hand. Um, yeah, uh, I, I did suspect the lesbians were looting. The, the next day, we lost a bag of weed. And um, I got to put my hand... I immediately was like, it was the lesbians. I know it was. Um, I'm like, God damn it. They were all criminals. I could tell. 
Uh, but it turns out I hid the weed, but I was too blind to remember. So, I apologize. Once again, I am sorry. Uh, but I was like, everyone was like, where is it? It's in the cupboard. I was like, it's at the lesbian's house. They've taken it. It was in my drawer. And all I can do is apologize. I, I once again apologize. Um, but yeah. This one, oh, it's very, all right, last year, last year. Oh, firstly as well, we got a new way of saying goodbye at the lad pad and it rips. Um, for now, and if you say like, uh, so Ad- Adzi has done this twice now. We've gone to get a round in at the pub at like midnight and then just left. So two weeks, oh no, two, two out of three weeks, he's gone, he's gone to me and another bloke. He goes, lads, Carlton, Carlton, it's his round. So he's, he's getting Carlton drafts him. So he goes, Carlton, Carlton. And we go, yeah, mate, sounds good. And then he goes out of the pub and leaves and goes home. Worst round of all time. So he got like twice now he's gone to get around in and just left, just gone home. And I've called him. I've been like, are you coming back with those Carlton's? And he's like, nah, dude, I'm in the Uber home. I'm like, sweet. You're a really reliable friend. Thank you as always. So now if you're, if you're saying goodbye to the lads, we go Carlton, Carlton. And then you just walk off. <laughs> It's so good, dude. And if you want to, if you want to tell someone to get like fuck off or hit the bricks, you say, you say, mate, grab yourself a couple of cartons and fuck off. You know, you go, oh, mate, get yourself a couple of cartons. I'm sick of you, dude. It's pretty much all we're saying at the moment, and I'm not mad at it at all. Okay, so then we had, uh, then we had Father's Day on the Sunday. Um, I was picked up by mum and dad on the way to our family barbecue. Lucky they did. Um. Yeah, I was in a bit of a state uh, due to partying with the lesbians all night. But yeah, I don't know. Mum was like, Jesus Christ, have a go at the state of you. I said, I was hanging with the lesbians last night. She said, say no more. Say no more. More. Give me a testy pop on the pod. I've had two testy pops in the last two weeks, both on the pod. Fuck. Anyway, edit that out, Bill. So, Father's Day. My dad put in one of the all-time performances. Firstly, um, I got the barbecue call up. 25 years old, I've finally been trusted to cook the food for the extended family. I couldn't believe it. Me and my cousin Danny were on their aprons on, having a great old time, talk, just talking about immigration, um, you know, the Liberal government, uh, you know, stories from the 80s. We were doing it all. Uh, as soon as I put on my apron to start cooking, my dad turns his chair away from the table towards the barbecue and just starts raining down abuse on me it was (laughs) i didn't blame him like within two seconds he's like look at him he can't even turn it on ah ah like my the thing with my dad is when he mugs you off he starts laughing in your face before you can even reply so he'll be like jesus is that a steak or a sausage i can't tell it's so burnt ah ah and you just gotta cop it there's nothing that can be done very aggressive so i'm getting abused by him I'm loving it. Um, and then, <laughs> so to be fair to my dad, when he ate the steak I cooked him, he said, nice one, Bill, which I appreciated because my sister said I gave her food poisoning. It's like, you didn't even eat a steak. Shut up. You know, it's my debut. I'm already nervous. Um, so then at which point after dinner, my dad knocks off his, after lunch, I should say, this is 2 p.m. My dad knocks off his third beer and then slopes off for a nap, sleeps through the rest of the lunch. Um, Keep in mind, we're not at my parents' place. We're at my auntie and uncle's. So he's just he's just helped himself to a nap at their house. 
Then he wakes up at four o'clock and goes, right, Darcy's, time to hit the frog and toad. At which point he turns around and, and starts loading up my uncle's firewood without asking. He just goes, mate, how good is this firewood? I'll be taking some with me and just starts loading it up. Unbelievable performance from the great man. Um, but yeah, so. TikTok. I've been ripped off on TikTok something fierce. Now, I've blown up about TikTok before where people were lip syncing stand-up comedy material. But then I was sort of came around on that because I was, I was like, as long as they credit them in the comments, because like, it's the most uncreative thing of all time, but it's not the worst thing. Like, it's so uncreative, it's unbelievable. Like, people would just lip sync Carl Barron's stand-up videos on TikTok and get like millions of views. And it's like, this is where creativity goes to die. Some absolute schlep 19-year-old lip-syncing Carl Barron stand-up in 45-second increments. The, the arts are dead at that point, I thought. But then I was like, but a lot of them put like oh, Carl Barron stand-up. So it's like, you know, Carl Barron's still getting the credit or whatever. Not, not that Carl Barron needs a, a helping hand, but... And then people are just lip-syncing like just TikToks. Like people just do like a funny 30-second video that goes really well. Happened to a friend of mine and then people started lip-syncing it. And again, as long as, I think as long as you tag the person, I think that's above board. It's a bit annoying. And again, I feel like it's kind of, it's kind of like, just do your own TikToks. Um, but then, I've just been ripped off something fierce. I've been ripped off a few times before. I've been ripped off like a fair bit, to be honest, but in various capacities, but it doesn't, you know, it's whatever. Um, but this is probably the funniest one. Um, this chick has ripped off my TikTok word for word. But she didn't lip sync it. She just said it herself word for word and did not credit me. Okay. And she absolutely butchered it as well. It's like, for fuck's sake. It's still got 20,000 views, even though she's absolutely, she's just cooked it. She's completely ruined it. So I'm going to play my one. All right. How do you play TikToks? So this is my TikTok that I did. Went pretty well. Okay. I love it when people like don't know their role. Like my mum just asked me what I'm doing this Saturday night. Am I free? It's like, <laughs> what am I doing? Nothing with you, babe. Okay, mum, you're a Tuesday or a Wednesday night. Know your role. Oh, mate. So that's my TikTok. All right, just a little 15 second fun video. We all enjoyed it. Got a fair amount of views on that one. It was very nice. Hey, let's all go for a beer and 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 have some fun. You know, let's toast to this beautiful creative app that you can just put up a little video like that and people give it a watch. Why not? You know, so I got sent a, a chick's video just before I did this pod. Um, what's her name? And I thought, oh, I'm, like someone's lip syncing me. This is great. Um, but she's done this and she's absolutely butchered into next week. Her name's, all right, I changed names, but not when you're ripping me off, babe. Okay. So, this, and she's butchered like... I think we found out that the way you deliver these things is actually important. Who knew? Man, I love it when people, like, don't know their role. Like, my mum just asked me, what am I doing this Saturday night? Am I free? What am I doing? <laughs> Nothing with you, babe, okay? <laughs> mum, you're a Tuesday or a Wednesday night. Know your role. Oh, God. Know your role, babe. 
<laughs> your role is... I don't know what your role is, but it's not that. Okay? Fuck me, that was horrendous. Like... <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm, I'm just. My mind is overflowing with stuff to say at this point. Firstly, you've completely butchered the delivery of that. Okay, like not even close to how that goes. Uh, secondly, there's no credit. She's not tagged me. Let me just double check she hasn't tagged me before I tee off on this chick. But fuck off, seriously. Nope. She only did hashtag for you page. 20,000 views on that. They're my views, okay? It's like, what am I doing? Nothing. So, the way I said, what am I doing? Nothing with you, babe. He goes, nothing with you, babe. It's like, just shut up. Like, uh, and, and I'm thinking, how many times has this happened without me knowing? Um, not that I'm like a big TikToker or anything, but I'm sorry, but that is just deplorable behavior. Deplorable. Like, fuck, how hard is it to just come up with your own 12-second video? Do you know how many of mine are complete on here that are complete trash? But you just give it a go. You just give it a fucking go. Oh, dude, that is fucking embarrassing. At least just give me a tag. Like, oh, actually, don't tag me in that because that was horrendous. I don't want people thinking that's what mine sound like. But it's like, this is like, I was like, lip syncing is where creativity goes to die. This is just next level. Like, you're just a fucking absolute drone of a human moving around this earth just in, just taking in information and spurting it out like just what the fuck dude just a, like a, a boring robot just like a parrot mimicking things you've heard in the world it's like just fucking that's got to be illegal i'm sorry but that should get the death penalty like it's just it's just so lame. It's just so lame to just say someone's words, word for word. No tag, no credit, whatever. But then to completely butcher it as well. Like, to steal something and ruin it and not credit the person you're stealing from. It's just so much to take in all at once. You suck so much, it's unbelievable to me. I Oh, God. You should... <sighs> That should be like, you should get cancelled for that the same way that chick lost her job for that racist South African joke she made. You know, you know that, that office worker who said, I'm going to South Africa, I hope I don't get AIDS. And then when she got to South Africa, she had like lost her job. She had all these death threats. It should be the same consequences for that. Dear God. To just, it's like real. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I right, got a couple of things to talk about and we're... Let's hit the road. All right. Oh, yeah. So this one thing happened this week. I'm sure you saw it. Novak Djokovic, um, the tennis player, the Serbian tennis great, the goat, the joker, the man himself. I'm just going to take a moment here because I'm still furious at that bird. Um, <laughs> if, anyway. anyway, so... The Joker, Novak Djokovic, he hit a ball into a Lions woman's throat over the weekend and was disqualified from the US Open and fined $10,000. Now, it was definitely an accident. Um, that being said, it was fucking hilarious. Like, got her right on the esophagus. It looked like she was carried on a little bit to me, to be honest. I mean, it wasn't hit that hard, 
I mean, we get hit in the esophagus. Yeah, it's not great. Um, I've been punched in the throat before. Um, no, have I? Maybe. Um, but she carried on quite a bit. Okay, like yeah, she really carried on. She was milking it. I think. I think she thought that's Novak Djokovic. I'm going to take this bloke to the cleaners. But you know, it yeah, you know, it was an unfortunate event. Obviously, you know, I wish her the best in her recovery, etc. Um, <laughs> so Novak Djokovic gets disqualified because of this. Um, I don't know why. I I don't care enough about tennis to sort of read any further. Um, there were some great memes about it though. Um, but anyway, so this this lines woman, this ball lady. I'm not sure if that's the. I think that's a different job. Um, she. <laughs> It turns out in a shock twist, Serbians aren't that much fun on social media. Um, now, I'm, I'm as shocked as you are. They're notorious for being one of the most chilled out races of all time or ethnicities or nationalities. Um, she's been getting nothing but death threats on social media. People have been commenting saying she's an alcoholic loser. And they've also been saying she's going to be joining her dead son in heaven soon. So, <laughs> if you piss someone off, make sure they're not Serbian. And if they are, delete all social media and run for the hills, okay? My God, these Serbians are crazy. It's like Novak Djokovic has already won 35 Grand Slams or something. And there was no guarantee he was going to win this one. It's not her fault she got hit in the throat by the greatest tennis player of all time. Even though he's just fucking, he's just hit it like that. You got to keep in mind that Eastern European snap of the wrist you know, that's coming through at velocity, dude. You know, that, that extra comp, that fucking communist swing straight into your esophagus, dude. That would fucking hurt. And she, and she didn't even say anything. Like, it's not like she said on social media, Novak's a loser. He deserved to be disqualified. She didn't say anything. She couldn't say anything because she couldn't breathe. Meanwhile, the whole of Serbia is going, have some of this, babe. Fuck you. So Serbians, as, as I already knew, are terrifying people. Um, so watch out for them. And then, uh, I think that'll be enough for this week. I will say, Zac Efron is now dating an Australian girl in Byron Bay. Huge news. I can't sleep at night knowing that the greatest man on the planet, Zac Efron, is in the same state as me. He's been living in Byron Bay for the last three months. Dude. I am a mere nine hours away by car from having a beer with Zac Efron. How good would that be, dude? How good would that be? Imagine you're at the local pub and it's like, who's that? Is that fucking, is that Channel 10 weatherman Tim Bailey? No, it's Zac Efron. Dude, that'd be unreal. The chick he's dating is a, was a waitress at a Byron Bay cafe. I, I assume Zac's just clicked his fingers and she became his girlfriend. How, how does he ask girls out in a way where he makes it seem like they're not obviously going to say yes? You know, he, do you reckon he just says, uh, hey, we're going out tonight, 7.30, you and me. And they just say, thank you for the opportunity. Do you know what I mean? It'd be like, he'd be like, hey, would you like to go out with me tonight? And then like, he'd just start texting. He's already making the renovation, the reservation. You know, she's like, yeah, that'd be great. He's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I've, I've booked us in for seven already. I'll see you there. You'll be there early because this is the opportunity of a lifetime. I'm Zac Efron. Okay. So me and Zac Efron, we're both New South Walesmen. Uh, we both bleed blue. Um, I'll see him at State of Origin. Oh, I'm praying this girl marries him. 
Okay, I'm, if I'm this girl, I'm poking holes in the condoms and everything. I assume Zac Efron's roided up sperm is already pretty unstoppable as is, but if I'm her, I'm skipping the pill. Get pregnant ASAP, babe. Lock Zac Efron into this great state. Oh, imagine I do a show in Sydney and Zac Efron turns up. Is that the most selfish thing anyone's ever said? I want this girl to get pregnant so I can maybe 1% chance meet Zac Efron. Dude, Zac Efron's the GOAT. He, he got a Jetstar flight the other day. I swear to God, he got off a Jetstar flight. What a legend. I'm pretty anti-Jetstar, but that's brought me back around. Dude, fuck yeah, dude. And Jetstar's a great cross-section for Zac, because I don't think anyone on a Jetstar flight also watches rom-coms. You know, they just watch Mission Impossible 3 over and over again. Unless you're in Die Hard, they have not seen you before. But dude, Zac Efron's in the same state as me, and I can't sleep at night. My God. He's got a 12-month visa, um, I read. Imagine if Zac Efron moves to New South Wales. I'm in shock. I'm in shock. The only thing that could make this better was would be if he started dating Vanessa Hudgens again, and then uh, and they moved to Sydney together. That would be unreal. Um, but yeah, I'm praying. I don't. I can't remember what this chick's name is. It also starts with. It starts with like a Z or a V. It wasn't Kate. I'll tell you that for free. Um, but I'm praying she she can hold on to him. Go, go, babe. You've got the whole of Australia on rooting you on. Go. She quit. She quit her job just to date Zac Efron. I assume that's how how big his sexual appetite. Dating him is a full time job. You're on call twenty four hours. You know, just in case he wants to root you or do some bicep curls with your body. My God, what a lucky young woman. So very exciting. Um, and that is the pod for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm going away to the Blue Mountains next weekend, so. Hopefully I ride a horse and do something crazy, get a couple of yarns out of that. Um, as always, if you'd like to tag a friend in a stand-up comedy video on Facebook or follow me on TikTok or whatever, you're more than welcome. Always helpful. Um, thank you for listening. Way too long, way too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Cause these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's telling me, don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, I, oh.